Hello and welcome to livealittlehigher.com. This week we keep learning the, the beautiful book of Pirkeavot, Ethics of the Fathers. I was thinking, you know, it's interesting because we're all home with our children. What a great moment to really teach them this ethical way of behavior to our children. If you don't have a book of the Pirkeavot in your house, I suggest you buy one. Buy a friendly version for your children, something that has beautiful explanations. Sit around the table and teach them one Mishnah a day. Teach them, take the opportunity to teach them one Mishnah a day. This is the, 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 the book that teaches us to be a decent, upright people, to be ethical, to be caring for other people. Right now we're going through very challenging times. We're going through this coronavirus. And really, corona means keter, means crown. And uh, we have to put the crown on the right king. We, Hashem just destroyed all our idols. Everything that's important for people right now means zero, zero. Their, their jobs, their money, their, their bank accounts, their whatever they have that is uh, uh, material. Right now, everybody's in survival mode. Everybody's thinking about being healthy, about, about keeping their life. This is what matters, really. And, and it's a time to really take advantage, to use the opportunity for growth. I always say that challenges are opportunities for growth. They're not really there to destroy us. Uh, there's no reason to think that this is a punishment from God. It's not. He's just giving us a, 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 a gift wrapped in a very strange package. But it's a gift nevertheless. It's an opportunity to really grow and be there for our kids and teach them right values, which the world is really missing so much, and, and teach them what is to be a decent, ethical, good pe person, which is really the purpose of, of everybody. Everybody in, in the world should be like this. So uh, I always teach from the, from the book of Visions of Our Fathers, which I love this book. It's written by Rabbi Abraham Tversky, who is also an MD. He's a psychiatrist and he's very knowledgeable. And I love this book, so if you want to take this one, it's a, it's a great book to buy. It's, I suggest it and, and get it from, from the Jewish bookstore, online, or maybe Amazon is still sh uh, shipping books. So the, the Mishnah that we're going to learn today is the Mishnah of chapter 5. It, it, it's in chapter 5, Mishnah 18. And it says there are four types among those who sit before the sages. A sponge, a funnel, a strainer, and a sieve. A sponge which absorbs everything. A funnel which lets it from one, one and lets out from the other. A strainer, a strainer which lets the wine flow through and retains the sediment. And a sieve which allows the flour dust to pass through and retains the fine flour. So, so Rabbi Tversky here says that in Mishnah 16, uh, the sages describe the various degrees of absorbing or retaining knowledge. It says that it talked about four different degrees of people that, that can retain their knowledge. This Mishnah addresses the variety um, of discriminatory abilities among students, comparing them to a sponge, a funnel, a strainer, and a sieve. Everyone agrees that the sponge represents that person that uh, has like this incredible mind, photographic mind, that everything that he's taught, he retains, he just absorbs it like a, like a sponge. 
he, he absorbs everything indiscriminately. And the funnel represents one who essentially absorbs nothing or retains nothing because whatever comes in goes out. And there is some difference of, of, of opinion of the symbolism of the strainer and the sieve. So there is a general agreement, agreement that the sponge, the student who absorbs and retains all the information that is given to him, has a disadvantage. You know, right now, we're all being bombarded by so much information. Like, it comes from everywhere. It comes from the news outlets, it comes from the it, YouTube, from Facebook, from WhatsApp, from Instagram, from Twitter, you name it. It comes from everywhere. Like, nobody's immune to it. And, um, and in reality, many of the information that we receive is really not true. It's there, it's, it's fake news, it's not real. And it creates uh, hysteria, it creates uh, people to be fearful and to be uh, neglectful and whatever. We have to be very careful what information we allow into our heads and which one not. And that's the problem with the, the student, the person that is a sponge. It, in a way, it's very good because he has this capacity to retain information, but in another way, he doesn't discern between what, what is good for him and what's not good for him, so he just takes everything in. And, it, and he's, he, he may just as easily retain the falsehoods and not the truth. So it appears from the commentaries that the danger is being sponge-like, is that one may absorb erroneous data. And at this moment, in every moment, we have to be very careful with what we receive. I, I usually receive things that um, I go into the Snopes and I check them out and they're hoaxes, they're not even, they're not real, they're not true. And, and people just keep sending and sending, you receive it, you send it to someone else, that other person sends it to 10 more people and it just gets all over the world, all this fake information and people take it as a truth. So we have to be very careful not to be sponge-like. So he, Rabbi Tversky says that he all often feel uneasy upon walking into a library and seeing the many thousands of books there because he realizes that if he spent 24, 24 hours a day reading, he could, not, he could not read more than a fraction of those books in my lifetime. I have a thirst for knowledge, he has a thirst for knowledge, and there is so much that I can retain. So he says that in reality we have to be very selective of what we read, of what we see, of what we let into our heads, because there's, there's a certain amount that we can retain. So, so he says here that he looked up a particular subject and found that there were 18,764 references to it. Imagine, eight, like if you Google up today Africa, you're gonna get so much information about Africa. And it says that there's no way in the world that he could ever retain the amount of information that is in Google about Africa. So you have to be very selective and really choose um, who, the reliable sources, see who's really writing the articles, and make sure that you're reading what is, what is truth. So the human mind has been compared to a huge warehouse, which may be able to contain as much, but is nevertheless limited in how much it can hold. Once it is filled to capacity, one cannot put in any new material until one, until one removes part of what he has in the storage 
to be able to allow new material to come in. Uh, I'm a teacher of Torah and many times I have students that come to me and they're full of questions and full of ideas and they come with uh, new age ideas and Hindu ideas and all these other ideas from the world and they start challenging me when I'm teaching them and start telling me no but the but the Buddha says this and this one says this and this one and I said look I understand that you have all this knowledge I'm not gonna fight about it but if you're gonna come and learn Torah, you have to come in with a new mind, with an open mind, with a free mind, to be able to get the knowledge of the Torah. I'm not teaching you what I believe, I'm not teaching you what I think, I'm teaching you Torah. This is a book that was written by, by, by Hashem, it was given to us, it's our, it's, everything is in there, it's not something that is man-made, it's, it's, it's really godly, and um, I have no, interest in giving you my agenda this is what it is so if you want to learn with me you have to come with an open mind keep buddha outside of the class put him in another place and just come with an open mind and learn torah so this is the only way you can learn because if you bring all your other ideas then they're going to start clashing and you're not going to able to learn the, the truth so it is therefore important that a person not only avoid erroneous information but also that he know clutter up his mind with irrele irrelevant material the Mishnah used of the simple of the strainer of the, of the stimulus of the strainer and sieve are relevant to our thinking as well as to our learning at any one moment we're subjected to countless stimuli but we are conscious of only a few so the strainer and the and the funnel really help us discern what we have to take in and what we have to let go because if you are reading a book you are aware of material in that book if there happens to be music in the in the background you may also be aware of that if you were to draw your attention to your hands you could become aware of the tactile contact between your fingers and the book within your peripheral field vision there is a picture of the wall that is hanging there and then suddenly you have all these stimulus around you and you're not being able to concentrate on the book so there is also a point of contact between your shoes and the floor of which you are oblivious unless you concentrate on it i, I remember i once gave a class of, of happiness i have it in the website one of, of the classes it's, it's someone asked uh, a rabbi how he could sleep with his beard how could he sleep with that long long beard didn't he uh, uh, put his shoulder on it and, and pull it how could he sleep and he said to him i never thought about it like it never bothered me and that night when he went to sleep he was so conscious of his beard that he could not go to sleep he felt everything about his beard uh, so to be able to concentrate on a certain topic, we have to let go of everything that's around us and just put our mind and head into what we're trying to achieve. So fortunately, our mind acts as a filter, as a sieve, if you will, and enables us to focus on what is important at that moment and block out everything else. So right now, we're all concentrated on what is really important, which is our health. We're all right now taking out all the things that are um, counterproductive to our mental health and our physical health, and we're concentrating on keeping healthy. So if you heard the siren of a fire truck, says Rabbi Tversky, and went to the window, you would become unaware of the book you're reading. 
and you will be more concentrated on the sound of the fire truck. So right now, we, it's a time to filter. It's the filtering system that allows our mind, mind to function. This is what shows you that you're a, 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 a healthy mind, minded person. When a person is able to, to, to filter the negative and take it out and only concentrate on what he has to concentrate, that shows you that's a, really a, a, shows you that this person is a healthy in his head. If a person is not able to filter uh, things, then there's a problem. So a, an efficient filtering system enables us to discriminate and prioritize, which is so important. And right now we have to prioritize. This is the important thing. We have to do number one, number two, number three. What's important in our lives right now? our family, our homes, uh, keeping healthy, uh, getting the home ready for Pesach, getting rid of your hammocks, get, making the preparations you need, koshering your kitchen. This is what's important right now. So if you're concentrating and you're prioritizing in what matters right now, you're gonna be okay. You're gonna be focused. People that suffer from great anxiety and, and, and stress is because they're not focused. They're, their head is everywhere. So obviously you can't even breathe. So an efficient filtering system enables us to discriminate and prioritize. A Hasid was once asked, a Hasid is, um, is a pious Jew, what do you think is the most important thing to your Rebbe? What is the most important thing for your Rebbe? And he responded, whatever he happens to be doing at that moment, whatever he's doing at that moment, for him, that's the most important thing. If there were anything more important, the Rebbe would be doing that instead. So we have to learn this. Whatever you're doing at the moment, that's the most important thing. If right now you're listening to this class, this is the most important thing. If the next moment, the most important thing for you is to cook dinner for your family, that's the most important thing. Put your head in where you are. In, I recently, and Rabbi Turek says that he recently saw a bumper sticker which proclaimed, the main thing is to know that the main thing is the main thing. The main thing to know is that the main thing is the main thing. This is beautiful. We should all put it in our refrigerators. We have some control over our, over our filtering system and can adjust it to the amount of extraneous material we wish to filter out. You know, I dropped out of many chats because I cannot take so much information. It was driving me nuts. I just left. And I told the person that did the chat, I'm sorry, I'm sorry I left, but I cannot have so much information. It, it takes over my day. It, I can't, I can't be there all day. I need to be doing other things. So what would our lives be like if we fine-tuned our filtering systems to admit to our minds only that which is really relevant? You know, if one thing we can take out of all this is that we are living in the moment. This is what it is. We're not living in a month. We're not living in the yesterday. We're not living what's gonna be tomorrow. We're living in the moment. This is what this Mishnah is teaching us, to live the moment and to live it mindfully and give importance to what really is important. However, this pre presupposes that we have a concept of what is truly important to us and what we consider to be the purpose of our lives. Only then would we have criterion by which we could judge what is or is, or is not relevant. After right now, starting today, start thinking about this. What is your purpose? What, why are you in this world? What's, what's the whole thing about you being here? Why did God create you? What job has he for you? He 
He created you because he believes in you, because he invested in you. You're an investment. Are you giving him what he invested? These are things to think about. So all of the book of ethics of the fathers of Pirkei Avot constitutes a manual for correct living. This particular Mishnah is of, of pivotal importance by applying the teachings of this Mishnah we may be able to use all the teachings of this book to filter out what is relevant or irrelevant in our golden life. So I wish you a blessed week. Uh, Rosh Chodesh Tov, the month of Nisan is coming. It's a beautiful month full of miracles and, good, and goodness. We should see them now. We should see the redemption now with Mashiach and be all well and healthy and happy and, um, and good. So I wish you a blessed week and remember, live a little higher. Thank you.